We want people to be informed when things are actually happening so they can advocate for change rather than missing the ball and just hearing about it. Voting records right in place and all the information they need in order to make their voices heard. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. The great German chancellor Otto von Bismarck supposedly warned, if you like laws and sausages, you should never watch either one being made. But a person about to eat a dozen sausages can't look away, nor should anyone who's at the mercy of state government. Well, that's something Sarah Baker knows all too well. She's the policy director for the ACLU of Missouri. And in that job, she pays a whole lot of attention to that proverbial sausage. Her work spurred her to co-found a startup that aims to increase government transparency. It's called Fast Democracy, and it's now ramping up in a huge way. And joining us today to talk about it are its co-founders. Anatoly Galimson is Fast Democracy's chief technology officer. Anatoly, welcome. Thank you for having me. And Sarah Baker is Fast Democracy's Chief Innovation Officer. Sarah, welcome back. Hi, Sarah. Thanks so much. So, Sarah, I know you're busy with your day job with the ACLU of Missouri. What was the impetus for launching a platform like Fast Democracy on the side? Deep frustration about the lack of access to government. (laughs) Um, You know, our company really got its start sitting around a kitchen table. I was coming home from work and still having hours and hours more work to do, sending updates to my team about what was happening in the Missouri State Capitol. Uh, And Tolly was sort of looking over my shoulder and saying, there's got to be a way to make this go faster. Little did he know, after creating a spreadsheet for me that would automatically update, that this would turn into the longest honeydew project of his entire life. uh, And we would end up finding, founding a company uh, called Fast Democracy based off of that effort to really make government transparent to everyone in a nonpartisan way. So, Anatoly, before Sarah sucked you into her frustration with trying to track all these bills, had you paid much attention to state government? Honestly, I didn't. Well, first of all, as you probably hear, I'm actually German. So it was quite, it would have been quite weird to dabble uh, in American politics. uh, That's a fair point there. Yeah, Missouri is probably not in the national news in Germany. Not very often. And if it is, then normally not for good reasons. Anyhow, So, yes, basically, I saw Sarah doing that Excel spreadsheet where she would put in all that bill information for the hundreds of bills she was tracking. And, yes, I thought there has to be a better way. There has to be better software that just keeps you up to date on all those bills that are happening. And, you know, it's kind of important stuff. So, Sarah, there are some paid services that uh, claim to provide this kind of tracking. What did they What did they lack that you wanted to make sure that your tracker had? Well, first and foremost, when we got this off the ground, we wanted to make sure that we would have a free version that went with it. So any person throughout the country, it now works in all 50 states, can go to fastdemocracy.com, sign up, and track bills for free. And we didn't put any cap on that. So individuals could track as much legislation as they wanted to to stay up to date. Because we want people to be informed when things are actually happening so they can advocate for change rather than missing the ball and just hearing about it in the news later. Um, 
But some of the things that the paid versions lack and that our professional version has is a super easy user interface, a website widget that allows you to update supporters, um, comparative analytics, AI technology, all sorts of things incorporated into the tracker for those people who are government professionals who need to do it every single day, while at the same time making sure that anyone who takes an interest in their state government has that government back at their fingertips. Hmm. So you guys now have this operational in all 50 states. Was that always part of the plan when when you realized you wanted to turn this into a startup, not just a, a personal bill tracker? I don't know if Tully felt that way when he built the spreadsheet, but I would say pretty much from the creation of the spreadsheet to the next day. Um, you know, my friends and I in the legislature and um, folks who we talked to otherwise, you know, sort of had this idea of let's move forward, let's do something bigger. And I think um, it very quickly spurred into we think we can make this work throughout the country and really make a difference. Hmm. Now, Anatoly, I can see Sarah saying, "Okay, we've got something here. We can do this in all 50 states. But it seems like the idea of then making it work in all 50 states, that sounds like one of the biggest nightmares I could possibly imagine. I know from covering governments in different states, everybody sets up their websites completely differently. They sometimes even use different terms. How hard was it to build something that would work across the board? Well, I mean, it's a very boring, monotonous task, and it was going on for months. So basically, the way fast democracy works is that every, like, five to seven minutes, it pulls the latest information from all 50 state websites, Hmm. and it relies on all kinds of technology to do it. So there's a custom-built scraper for each of the websites. We are using cloud computing to make sure that the information gets delivered very quickly. So it was definitely a challenge. But now that we are done with this, we can do all those cool like artificial intelligence things. We can provide real-time updates. So it will be so much easier than using one of those government websites where you can't find anything. Mm -hmm. Was there any state where you were just ready to tear your hair out? They just didn't have, um, they they just weren't equipped for this sort of thing in the way that the others were? Well, I mean, they are the usual suspects, I guess, like (laughs) Alabama, for example. (laughs) Missouri is actually probably one of the bad states because they have, a a separate Senate and House website, Mm -hmm. and the two don't necessarily work together. And so that had to be reconciled. But uh, yes, but then, for example, Massachusetts has an awful website as Hmm. well. That's something you might not expect. Anatoly, I imagine you have just gotten a crash course in American democracy working on this thing. What's that been like? Well, I've always been interested in politics uh, and At the end of the day, the state's political systems are very similar to the congressional systems, I would say. Mm. Uh, But yes, I I think uh, I've learned a lot both about the technology and about democracy. So, yes. So, Sarah, I got to admit, as much as I love my husband, I would be somewhat petrified to go into business with him. It seems like that just puts a lot of strain on a relationship that that you don't expect uh, when you marry a guy. Has this been uh, hard to work together to have this baby that you're bringing into the world? 
You know, honestly, not. And I don't say that to put sort of a sugar coating on it. It hasn't been bad for our marriage at all. It's been kind of fun. Um, we are complete nerds. We take walks and talk about this stuff. I mean, I remember walking down the streets in Jefferson City and saying, you know, oh, this is how we should organize this list, or this is what this part of the tracker should look like. Dolly and I talk about politics all the time. So this is sort of like an outlet where we can go about implementing things rather than just, you know, have theoretical conversations about it. So it's, it's certainly a journey. It's a, a major um, time commitment. And, you know, Tolly is, is a night owl and works until 3 a.m. Uh, mm-hmm. at times. So there's that part of it that's stressful. But at the same time, for us, it's been sort of like, uh, you know, this is really how we can take our skills and hopefully be helpful to a great number of people who want to have access to the government and want to make sure that all the hubbubaloo that we just went through with the elections, that that matters, that they're able to hold people accountable to the actions that they committed to taking during the campaigns. Hmm. So it's not just the two of you working on this. I understand you're in the process of getting your new CEO up and running. You, you had somebody that was a friend of yours that was working closely with you. Now there's a new one coming on. Uh, who is this new guy? Yeah, so we're transitioning from our dear friend and co-founder, Jill Klein, uh, to Grant Campbell. Um, Grant Campbell had a government strategy firm in in Missouri uh, that worked around the country and then also worked in the Obama administration. And we're really excited to bring him on with his, uh, you know, sort of deep experience in building companies and nonprofits up. Um, We think he's going to be an asset to the team, and we're really thrilled to have him as part of this. So we told our listeners about this, and we got some real excitement. Uh, Deborah wrote on our St. Louis on the Air Facebook group, uh, this is incredible. I've always been interested in the politics of moving bills through the legislative bodies, but it's overwhelming. I will definitely check it out. Now, Matt writes that he tried it, but he wasn't necessarily wowed. He says it lacks historical data. It's not good for looking up the House record of somebody who served from 2008 to 2012. Now, obviously, this this company is, is very new. Um, you're just amping up now. Is there any plans to add historic data or is the plan to just be forward looking, uh, Anatoly, as you continue to uh, perfect what you're working on? Yes. So we have historic data going back to to in Missouri 2015 and most states 2013. So, yes, not 2011 and 2012. Um, and we will probably populate it over time. But honestly, I think like it's 2015 onwards is pretty good for most of our customers. And as you know, a lot has changed in politics since 2015. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that historical data from 2011 will not be as relevant to some people. Yeah. So it sounds like Matt caught you just before the area of time that you're focused on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you're not going to be looking backwards so much. The focus is going forward. What do you see as next for this company as you look ahead into the new year? Um, Sarah, what are your what are your plans for that? Yeah, so we're expanding a lot, Um, you know, selling in states that aren't just Missouri this coming year, um, looking to onboard a lot of customers and for users throughout the country. That's definitely the main focus of our attention at the moment. And of course, we're very committed to any sort of troubleshooting that comes up during that time. And then beyond that, you know, we're really interested in ramping up to see what additional tools we can add um, that might be helpful to users, um, increasing our collaboration features and things like that as well. So this is kind of the list that never stops because there are always ways in which you can better serve people who are looking to access their government. So we're really committed to staying in tune, listening hard this year, and making sure that Fast Democracy continues to be the product it is now and grow into being um, ever more useful as time 
time goes on and really keep up and keep things uh, at the fingertips. So bigger picture, this is a startup company. You know, we're kind of covering it as if you're interested in government transparency, you can use this tool. But this is also a real company that you're building. Um, Has the culture here in St. Louis um, been good for building what you want to build? Sarah, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's been absolutely wonderful. So Fast Democracy was um, lucky enough to receive funding from Arch Grants, which is part of the St. Louis startup community, and also Capital Innovators, part of the St. Louis startup community. And we've been very much supported by fellow co-founders in the area and the support staff at both of those institutions. So St. Louis has proved um, a really rich environment for us. And, you know, Folks here are deeply interested in politics, too. Uh, Politics is not just a coastal issue by any stretch of the imagination. And so we've gotten support both within the entrepreneurial community and from the political community, both right and left, saying, yes, we need something that makes government accessible, and we're committed to creating an environment where a company like this can grow. And so do you see um, you'll continue to, to grow fast democracy here? You see St. Louis as your future home as well. Oh, we bought a house this year, so it is definitely our future. You are all in. (laughs) Yeah, we are all in. (laughs) Well, this is all exciting to hear about. And I guess I'm curious, you know, you mentioned, Sarah, that you'd you'd love to see this increased transparency, that more people can tune into this process. Um, Anatoly, what are the goals you have for for this platform? Yes, so transparency is the overarching theme, of course. We want people to be able to find information super quickly, to find voting records right in place. You know, right now, many state websites bury them in PDF files. And we also want to figure out how to, how to keep people engaged and how to make sure that they have all the information they need in order to make their voices heard. And then another thing that Sarah didn't mention is we also will want to go local and we want to be a hub that has Congress and 50 states like right now, but also the local level. So you have all, all basically all levels of government in one platform with very easy to find information. Ah, so Sarah, I know you've been spending some time at, at watching the Board of Aldermen on Zoom lately. Is the idea that that might be something or St. Louis County Council, that that would be next in your sites? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, one of the most frustrating things about government is missing something and then realizing you could have taken an action that would have stopped it. And this happens, you know, I've been part of so many protests in the after effect of um, when something bad has happened legislatively. And sometimes it's hard to look around because you see folks and you think, man, if we had just all banded together earlier, we could have made a real impact at stopping this legislation. And I feel that way so much so at the local level. That is why Fast Democracy started, um, you know, by focusing on state legislation so much, because government is fundamentally local, and you can have the most influence over your own local government, and they have the most influence over your daily life. And so I think it's incredibly important, as Tully mentioned, to go local and elevate issues like the spy pain issue in the city of St. Louis and make sure people understand what's happening and can actually, you know, meaningfully petition their government. Boy, Anatoly, though, I got to say, you're going to really have your work cut out for you. If you think some of those state legislatures have bad websites, just wait until you look at some of these city ones. I mean, this has got to be, this is going to be a decades-long process here. Do you have some trepidation looking ahead on something that could be an even bigger challenge? It's probably for the better that I haven't actually looked into how those, how those city websites work. Sarah, you've kept this from him. 
<laughs> you know, I do my best. I try to shield people from the worst of it. But, you know, <laughs> honestly, even looking at, like, the St. Louis Board of Aldermen's website, the information's all there. It's just about putting it in a way that people can access. And that's what Tolly has been so wonderful at when looking through all these state websites, too. So I agree it's a tough nut to crack. But, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna root for him and have a lot of faith. Well, we are all rooting for you. I think this could be very good for democracy if you can take this even more local. And, and what a great tool that you guys have here now. This is Fast Democracy. We also have it linked on our website. Um, we want to encourage you to check it out. And I want to thank Sarah Baker. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Sarah. I really appreciate it. And Sarah is the Chief Innovation Officer for Fast Democracy. And I also want to thank Anatoly Galemson. He is the Chief Technology Officer. Anatoly, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Sarah. It was a pleasure. find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.